Kate. I'm on the phone with Dave Cropper, who's the owner of Cinnamon Rainbows in New Hampshire. How are you? Doing great. Good. I think the last time I saw you was in Mexico at the Surf Summit last year. Yeah, it's so much fun going down there. Yeah, it is. It's great. I'm sure nice and warm for you compared to New Hampshire, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, tell me, can you and tell people who are listening like a little bit about how the shop got started in New Hampshire and where you are? Sure. Yeah. So we're located in Hampton, New Hampshire. And uh, I grew up as a surfer in the area. And it's a pretty neat story. Like there was a surf scene here in the 60s and early 70s, and then it died off. So when I started to surf, which was in the early 80s, there weren't there really weren't any shops. So if we wanted to get gear, we would have to you know, drive down to Rhode Island, or it wasn't the easiest access to gear. Todd Walker had opened a shop in, I believe it was like 79 or 80 in Orleans called Cinnamon Rainbows on Cape Cod. And then he opened a satellite shop here, I believe in like 83. And I was in high school, and then I got the phone call to start working for him, and pretty much a dream come true. As far as that went, you know, we had a shop in town. I got to work. I got to work there, and it wasn't long after that, right after high school, that I was able to um, take it over, and still been doing the same thing today. I turned fifty last year, and pretty much been employed in the surf industry since I was sixteen. That's incredible, and you own the store now, right? Yeah, I took the shop over pretty much when I was like nineteen or twenty years old, pretty shortly right after high school. That is incredible! Wow, you've been and- there. Forever, your only job, right? Yeah, pretty much. And everyone was like, you know, that'll never work, you know, a surf shop in New Hampshire. And I will say it didn't look good on paper, but I was always a big fan of. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily translate on paper. You know, like I believed in surfing in our community and all that. It amazes me to where we started to where it's come. Well, tell me a little bit about that. Like, first, can you describe like the current like, what is the surf scene like there in New Hampshire? There's a booming surf scene no matter what the weather is. You have to be pretty dedicated here because in the wintertime and in the off-season, the water gets really cold, snow on the ground, freezing temperatures. There's often times where it's, you know, you'll go to the beach and it's you're only going to see other surfers that are out. But no matter what, um, no matter how cold it is or what the weather's like, if the surf's good, there'll be people out. And there are even days in the winter where... You know, you may have sub-zero temperatures and it'll be packed and crowded and everyone's sharing smiles and <laughs> catching waves and doing what we love to do. That's amazing. But what does that mean for your business? Like describe what the seasonal aspect is like for your business. Like what does the year look like? So yeah, we do. I mean, Memorial Day to Labor Day is summertime and we're open like nine to nine those days. And we, you know, we staff, um, geez, we can have you know, maybe eight to 10 people on the floor in the summer, you know, as opposed to, you know, two in the winter, you know, in February or whatever. So there are, you know, and a lot of the times in the winter, it it varies on the surf conditions and stuff like that. Sometimes we get busy around obviously the holidays and the vacations, but I always tell people it's much like a ski area, you know, when it snows, you're busy, you know, and even in the winter, if the weather's not good, if the waves are good, then we're busy. You are. And are you open like 10 to 6 during the winter or what are your hours? Yeah, in the wintertime. Yep. 10 to 6. Uh-huh. Nice. Okay. So I'm guessing uh, wetsuits are a specialty. And I have to say, yeah, I think one of the biggest reasons for the boom in surfing in the Northeast is the technology and rubber. You know, it's just become so... I surfed my first winter 
35 years ago and it was just so tough staying warm and flexible and you could you know you couldn't really move as well and compared to the wetsuits now are so light so stretchy so warm and there's access to gear you know like you can it used to be really hard if you if you did find a wetsuit in a shop if if they even had your size or anything and now it's like you know we really pride ourselves on having everything that you'd need so if you come in we you know like it's not like, oh, we have to get that in your size. You know, we you're warm and you're out in the water with with everything you need. And I think the access to, to gear is one of the things that's provided. And the technology and gear being so good is what's been part of the boom um, of the surf in not only the Northeast, but yeah, other areas, I think, where the water's colder. Interesting. And who are your top uh, wetsuit brands? You know, it's funny. We sell XL. Billabong, Quicksilver, Patagonia, Body Glove. And back in the day, Victory, we were a big Victory wetsuit dealer. And they were like one of the people that made a hooded cold water suit. And I used to get, uh, call up Greg Wade and get suits from Victory. And then, you know, he took over Excel and they make a great winter suit. And people are like, how does this Hawaii surf company make such cold water gear? I'm like, that'd be Greg Wade, you know, like. He was building winter suits for us. And I mean, I'm sure it's also a ton of people over at Excel, but like it's, it was funny, like Greg and I have done business together for a long time. That's amazing. So have you noticed any change in like what brands consumers are adopting? You know, not so much. And I also feel that we're in our own little microcosm sort of bubble in our area, you know, like um, it's definitely, we're sort of in our own little microcosm of uh, the Northeast. And I guess every area is, is different. So that the wetsuit brands stay the same that are? Yeah. I mean, I've always, we've carried the same brands forever, you know, and we actually don't have O'Neill and Rip Curl because there's another shop that has those and we're all friends up here. Like everyone, you know, has the same, um, you know, we carry different hard goods so that not everybody has all the same stuff. Gotcha. Oh, and you do that by design? Yeah, by design, you know, because it's like, you know, we all grew up surfing together and, you know, now there's a few other shops in the area and it's like, you always want to respect each other's you don't want to have, have a, like, everybody all have the same stuff, you know? Yeah, no, that sounds smart. And we're close enough together. I mean, now it's different, too, because of the whole access to stuff online. But at least for hard goods, you know, it's like, I also feel like, um, you know, people will come to our area because you can see everything because, you know, every brand's represented in one shop or another, you know? Right. So does the seasonal aspect, it sounds like you do, do you do the majority of your business then in the summer, but winter is still good because you have your hardcore surfers there? Yeah, yeah, we actually stay busy year round, believe it or not. Um, but most of our businesses, yeah, that it runs wide open from you know uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day. But it it really depends on the weather too. Sometimes, you know, we get a jump if the weather's nice. You know, things will start earlier in the year, or sometimes go later into the year as well. Um, we've had had some um, years where it stayed warm right up until you know Halloween. So interesting. And is it tourist driven in the summer? Absolutely. You know, what's funny is we're one of the closest beaches for Montreal, for that city, and those people are really surf-stoked, and for years, that's always been a big part of our business. Um, We're actually in New Hampshire, so like we're an hour north of Boston, an hour south of Portland, Maine, and Montreal, we have a lot of Montreal tourism. That's incredible. And so how big a piece of your business are like rentals and lessons and camps and that sort of thing? It's definitely a big part. I'm not so good as far as, you know, giving you like accurate numbers or percentages, but uh, it's a huge part of our business. And we also notice it like when the Canadian dollar a few years back was even, 
you know, it was a, a huge boost in business, you know, and then sometimes when it's not, it definitely affects things. Right. I'm sure. So what's been working well for you guys this year or even in the um, last past, you know, 12 months? You know, for, we had a, I would say we had a pretty strong holiday for Christmas as far as, you know, apparel and, and just sales with equipment over the board. Um, equipment obviously comes and goes a little bit around here with the surf because when there's no surf, it can be dead flat. And, um, you know, like I think a lot of the times most surfers is you're buying a wetsuit when you go out and you're cold. You know, you're like, oh, I'm not going to freeze the second session, you know. Right. So we definitely sell obviously a lot more gear when the when there's surf. Things have been pretty steady overall. You know, we still we don't do any um we don't do any snowboard stuff cuz we're on the beach, but overall, you know, business has been has been strong and we're optimistic. We're we have a really good crew in the shop. Um and so, you know, as as far as that goes, you're only as good as the people around you. So that makes us excited and optimistic for summer. Right. And how do you, do you keep long-term staff and how do you keep them? You know, we do. It's actually, I run the shop with my wife and she's been on board since 96. And our man, one of our managers has been with us, she's for almost, I want to say 20 years. And um, he's my right-hand man, Phil Carey and Caroline is Heather's um, sort of right-hand man as well. And she's been with us for like 10 years. So it's basically four of us that have been in the shop for for all over 10 years working together. Right. And like, if I walked into the store right now, what would I see? Like what what's like your big story going on in there? So I think you'd walk in and it's like a small, this building's really deceiving as far as what, what the look from the front, you know, it's obviously, it was like an old convenience and warehouse space. So it's almost like a couple little bit different levels and it's not a straight box. So we, and we maximize the space. My wife and her crew's like re- merchandisers, uh, really good merchandising. And that's sort of, you know, my, not my strong suit. But uh, they're great at it. So, you know, we all like basically play to our strengths. So uh, you'll come in and the the shops merchandise really well with apparel and, and product out front. And then as you walk further out back, then you get into wetsuits and hard goods out back. Nice. Like when you say out back, like out back outside? Um, just towards or? the back, just oh, okay. towards the back of the store. But we actually do have... Um, some outdoor retail space in the summer, which we love, like paddle boards take up a lot of room. So we put down some AstroTurf outside and have some board racks and, you know, we can see that, you know, we can stand up on the hill and do out and sell, sell boards outside while we're looking at the water. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice lifestyle (laughs) you got there. Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, Well, tell me what's going on with surfboards in the store. What are customers interested in these days? What are they buying? whether it be sizes or brands or? You know, this the, the surfboard thing is, is amazing because, you know, sort of when I grew up starting the shop, it was like, you know, sort of short boards, fun shapes and long boards. And now the whole, it's just so cool to see how everything goes shape-wise, you know, like if you want to ride small waves, you have more options than just a long board. There are so many, you know, small wave gravel boards that are, that work really well here in our week, you know, week or summer surf. So there's just a, a much bigger variety of whether you're riding, you know, fishes or grovelers or um, shortboards. And we sell we sell a lot of every, you know, we sell sell a lot of everything, and we cater to having a lot of boards on the floor, um, a lot of boards that you're able to try and demo, and 
that's yeah definitely a big part of uh our business i mean i started the shop as a kid as a surfer and i always am like you know i'm a surfer with a business not a businessman that surfs you know so we love we love selling people boards or getting people new boards and trying out different things and demoing them is really kind of our passion and what the root of the shop's all about. That's cool. And how, where do you come down on the consignment issue? As far as... Like, do you take, do you do, are you on a consignment plan with surfboard brands at all? Do you agree with that or yeah. don't agree with that? Yeah, sometimes, yep. Some some places will sometimes will do that. I really think it's about... We sell for we sell boards for, for people too on consignment. You know, like sometimes people bring boards in and we'll sell them for them and take a commission. You know, we sell a lot of used you know gear that way. And I've always had a really good relationship with our with our vendors, and that's something that I've always kind of prided myself on as far as you know working with people. And so that way, terms have never been a problem anyway because I feel like. I've always been able to work with work with companies and stuff on terms is you know what I mean like right. that, I feel like it's it's always so important and I learned that a long time ago too is you know like um being a good customer taking care of your vendors in hindsight you get taken care of as well you know like having those relationships are are important and that's always something you know we've always been proud of as well as far as you know paying on time and that way if you need extensions on terms and stuff like that companies are more willing to work with you right smart sounds smart um and what about are there any newer surfboard brands that have come along or have you seen any change in demand from from your customers that they're excited about something new you know obviously nowadays the marketing and stuff is amazing with with boards like you know, named and models and stuff like that. It's a lot easier to people come in and whether they're excited about, um, you know, a new model or a new brand that's out there. Um, you see some of that, but you do see some people coming in specifically looking for a certain new model or a brand. But a lot of our customers basically, I feel like are coming in and they're just fondling the rack, you know, and going through <laughs> stuff, you know, right. like they know there's going to be a bunch of good boards, you know, like, so we get a lot of that too. Um, we used to actually have a, you know, years ago we had like a shaping room in the shop and we made boards locally and stuff. And then we've worked with, you know, some local shapers over the years and there's still some, some people going, but there's definitely been a bit of a rebirth in that as well. I feel as well as all different things like, you know, we have all different kinds of boards made from all different kinds of people as far as, you know, some are local, some California, Hawaii, some overseas. It's a little of everything. Ah, interesting. And you guys have such a great name. Do you do private label like apparel or anything like that yeah yeah we do private label and that's important you know that's been a big part of us too is a private label business as well so yeah we love we're, we definitely put our names on not only equipment but on apparel you know not only apparel but equipment as well and is that a big piece of the business yeah it's grown more over the years i think a lot of it has grown more over the years because there's companies that are better at it and making it easier for us, you know, to private label. Right. Some companies that come and they already have everything sourced out. So it's not necessarily us trying to go source, source, you know, things, but yeah, no, it's a big part of our thing and we love doing it too. That's so it's always fun. Not only just us, but the crew in the shop always can come forth with ideas and check out this design or check this out and let's do this. And 
You know, it's definitely a group effort. Oh, that's great. And what about branded apparel? What's going on there in your store? Branded apparel, it's, you know, when it comes down to it, it's, the shop used to be built, you know, on the, on like the major brand as far as come in and you'd have a billabong wall or a quicksilver wall. And that, and we, I was talking about this with someone not too long ago. Like I still remember when you really couldn't buy board shorts unless you were at a surf shop. Brands are still, are still important, but I feel like what's, what's more important than the brand is just the quality of the product. The product sells itself. So when, for us, instead of, you know, merchandising like we used to, you know, by like having certain brand distinctions, we kind of mix it up. There's a little bit more, but I feel like people come in and it, a lot of people make a lot of good stuff. So I feel like, you know, we're not necessarily buying by brand by dollars. We're buying by categories almost. We know we want to buy this, you know, who's, who's, who's got the, who's got the board shorts, you know, like that. We like this, 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 just being smart about buying like, okay, we don't need blackboard shorts, you know, like a solid blackboard short from five different vendors. Who who are we going to get it from? That sort of thing. Yeah. Interesting. And and what about board shorts? Are there any interesting trends going on there that your customers are responding to? Or is it kind of like the same? It's always strong and it's always sort of funny to see some how, how the sort of trends go as far as, you know, for the long time. I remember seeing, you know, like the shorter lengths there a few years back and we're just like, whoa, you know, like uh, we're slow on to that thing. But now that now that's happened, but we still sell stuff all, all over the board, you know, across the board. We can still sell 21 inch stuff and we can sell. We probably don't sell anything lower than like 17, you know, like 17, 18 inch inseams. But, you know, we don't go even that shorter. But, yeah, we try to have a we try to mi- have a pretty good mix and variety as well. Yeah. And what about the women's business? The women's business, I would have to have Heather and Caroline talk to you, but it's strong. Yeah. And I mean, I can't speak to other areas, but they do a really great job. Like it's, it amazes me how many compliments we have of people in the shop and they're like, oh, who does the buying or your stuff is, you know, and it's great to hear and it's satisfying. And um, yeah, women's business is, is, is strong. Yeah, it is. And what about women's wetsuits? Same. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Strong. And, um, you know, we actually did a local women's surf movie here um, last year, and it was great. Um, one of our guys, uh, Ralph Vitello, he has a blog, Ralph's Pick of the Week, and he does a great job. And he had all this footage of all these girls. He's like, I'm going to add up all this footage. And it's just, it's, it's ama- it was amazing. We have such a pretty special community here in New Hampshire, too. It's, it's really cool to be, you know, part of part of it. Yeah, it sounds like it. And what about like, do you guys do online sales or how do you approach that? What's your philosophy on that? So we do, we sell like, you know, gift cards and some shop gear online. We haven't gone too all in as far as being, you know, with online goods, as far as, you know, one, luckily we, we've been busy enough in the shop where I haven't really chased that down as far as, I don't know if, you know, not by design, but, uh, you know, you can only do so much and focus on so many energies. But also, I mean, there's certain things like I think it's important to try on a wetsuit, you know, and it's important to to check out, a put a board under your arm and look at it. So I don't think some surf shop stuff is necessarily online. Like, I don't think I would buy a surfboard or wetsuit online. And like, I'm a musician, I would never buy a guitar online. You know, there's certain things that you just... Having said that, 
it's awesome that people can buy a gift card online at convenience or buy a, you know, or buy, um, you know, some product. And we have been actually posting um, on Instagram, we have a board page where we put up, you know, some used boards and new boards, and we've been more into that. And it's, it, that's going really well too. So I, I see, I see um, the potential in, in stuff like that. And we're just kind of starting to grow that, but I'd say we're, we've always been, our shop's always been a little behind on uh, the technology, you know? Right. Right. But the brick and mortar, it sounds like does well. Yeah. Brick and mortar does do well. Yep. Yeah. So you don't, you're not, uh, you know, there was so much doom and gloom around retail for a while and you don't feel that way at all. It sounds like. No, I feel like, you know, just the importance of, you know, and I call it our shop too, because I don't even feel, honestly, I don't, a lot of the times, like, I don't even feel like I own the shop. Like I just manage it for the community, you know, because it's such an important part of having a shop in the community and being able to do all the community events that we do. Yeah, it's important. You know, it's important. There are challenges to retail for sure. And times are changing, but you have to kind of navigate and, and go with it. So summer's coming for you guys, huge season. Yep. Can you tell me like a product or something you're excited about to get on the floor in front of customers this year? Yeah, every year we, every year we do like, um, you know, some cool new like private label stuff. And, you know, we come up with like designs or designs that are local to the area. And we came up with some, some, some stuff this year, which is kind of fun. And it's sort of a takeoff of a local market that's sort of regionally popular, <laughs> you know? So that's kind of fun. Like um, as far as our branding goes, coming up with like new shop, like logos to share with people and they get, I've only, we haven't even put it on the floor yet, but I've shown a few people and they're excited because they're like, it's cool. You know, they're, they um, can relate to it. And also just bringing events to the shop and new, you know, bringing, I remember being in high school and reading Surfer Mag and like, you know, no one would come to New Hampshire and being able to have, you know, um, people from the surf industry or pro surfers or movies or events and have people come out. It's awesome. So, you know, launching some of those events we're excited for. We do surfing with smiles three times a year where we teach kids with special needs how to surf. Um, this will be our, I think, 10th or 11th year. And it sort of grew with a handful of people and now we teach like 100 kids three times a year. That's awesome. Events are always a highlight of our summer too. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to me. Sure. Anytime. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find previous podcast interviews on our website under the podcast tab. Thank you also to our sponsors and to our executive edition members. We appreciate each and every one of you. 